Judge Eileen Cannon ruling against Donald Trump again on something and also granting special counsel Jack Smith's request to file a surreply. And this follows last week, Judge Eileen Cannon also ruling against Donald Trump's request to adjourn certain pretrial filings. What's going on here, folks? Anyway, let's break it down. Of course, Judge Eileen Cannon is the judge presiding over the Mar-a-Lago documents case where Donald Trump has been charged with uh, willful retention of national defense information as well as obstruction of justice along with co-defendants Walti Nauta and Carlos de Oliveira. And Judge Eileen Cannon has seemingly sided with Donald Trump on anything to a degree that raises a lot of red flags, and let me be very clear, I still hold all of those red flags, but over the past two weeks, a bit of a surprise that Judge Eileen Cannon has rejected some requests by Donald Trump. Let's talk about the most recent request that she's rejected of Donald Trump. Let me just kind of summarize it first, and then I'll break down for you what, uh, I'll read for you what her minute order says. One of the things that Donald Trump wanted to do is file a uh, all 10 um, motions to dismiss the indictment. This He wanted to file an omnibus kind of motion to dismiss the indictment and requested to file a 200-page brief um, that includes all of those filings in one as opposed to filing 10 separate briefs uh, of the length of 20 pages. Judge Eileen Cannon said, nope, I don't want that. Denied. Even though special counsel Jack Smith didn't even really oppose that. Jack Smith says, if you want to file it as 200-page consolidated brief, that's fine. File it that way. Judge Eileen Cannon says, nope, file them separately, not as one big brief, and I'll give you 25 pages double-spaced, but I want to see the issues broken out, not combined as kind of one big brief, which, by the way, is going to impact Donald Trump a little bit and his and his team because I think they've been drafting this omnibus motion, and now they're going to have to go back and kind of rewrite it to do 10 separate briefs after this was rejected by Judge Eileen Cannon. So first, let me read you Judge Cannon's order there. Next, let's go to another order by Judge Cannon issued on or around the same time, granting special counsel Jack Smith's request to file a surreply. And that's pretty big because Donald Trump was trying to do some additional shady stuff. And special counsel Jack Smith calling Judge Eileen Cannon out a few weeks back for citing the wrong case and applying the wrong standard may have actually worked and had Judge Eileen Cannon reflected a bit that she may get kicked off this case if she continues to behave the way she does. And then let's talk about uh, Judge Eileen Cannon's other order where she ruled against Donald Trump, uh, this one from last week, where she would not adjourn the pretrial deadlines, which is interesting. And we had a big hearing coming up on March 1st as well. So here's the paperless order that was just issued by Judge Eileen Cannon. Paperless order. Denying in part with instructions. Just pause there. As I've always said too, Judge Eileen Cannon doesn't actually issue substantive orders. She issues these paperless orders on the docket, these kind of big kind of lumpy paragraphs that are just like without citing kind of case law. And I think she does this to try to avoid being appealed by trying to couch 
things as being scheduling because you really can't appeal scheduling type of orders. Here's what she says. Paperless order denying in part with instructions. Defendant Trump's motion for leave to file consolidated brief in support of pretrial motions. All pretrial motions shall be filed on an individual basis to permit clear adjudication of the legal factual issues presented and to facilitate the record clarity and scheduling. Further, all pretrial motions shall state with particularity the filing party's position on the need for a hearing on the motion, and if a hearing is requested, providing additional specifics on recommended scope format sequencing. The court hereby enlarges the page limit for individual pretrial motions and responses to 25 double-spaced pages, exclusive of attachments with respect to defendant Trump's request to publicly file redacted versions of certain pretrial motions on a temporary basis. The court denies that request without prejudice and orders as follows. On or before February 22nd, 2024, defendant Trump shall submit via email to the special counsel and the court the final unredacted copies of all pretrial motions with attachments. The parties then shall promptly confer on all sealing redactions issues presented in the motion. Following such conferral, any party wishing to seal redact anything in the pretrial motions shall file a consolidated motion for leave on or before February 27, 2024, specifying particular legal and factual bases for shielding pretrial filings. Consolidated oppositions to such requests for sealing redactions are due on or before February 29, 2024. With respect to the forthcoming pretrial motions that reference or attach discovery materials, the public filing deadline of February 22, 2024, and all associated deadlines is hereby stayed pending resolution of the ongoing sealing redaction disputes generated by the numerous pretrial filings. This episode of the Midas Touch podcast is brought to you by Manacora Honey. Now it's getting cold out there and it's time to start thinking about presents for the people that you love. And this miracle of nature, well, it just fell in my lap at the perfect time. Now this is a rare super honey that is 100% natural and has some unique properties. Manacora makes Manuka honey, a single origin honey that comes from New Zealand, where the bees only feed on the nectar of the Manuka tea tree, making honey that is pure, rich, and complex with a creamier texture that's on a completely different level from the normal honey that you find at the supermarket. You could use it as you would any other honey, but what puts the super in Manuka honey is that it's super rich in antioxidants and prebiotics, three times more compared to regular honey. On top of that, it contains an antibacterial compound called MGO that can be found exclusively in Manuka honey. The bottom line is that these nutrients really support your optimal immune and digestive health, and it's delicious. This is just the perfect way to treat myself with something that's going to keep me strong through the colder months and the perfect gift for the people that I love to keep them sweet and healthy too. Manacora sent me a jar and squeeze bottle of their MGO 850 Plus Manuka Honey, their best-selling honey, and it's truly delicious. The creamy caramel texture, well, it melts in your mouth, and it's unlike anything I've ever tried. I can grab a spoonful out of a jar or put it in my favorite beverage or squeeze on some oatmeal. It's delicious. I add the 850 Plus Manuka Honey to my morning toast, and the flavor and consistency, it just makes for the perfect morning meal. 
If you head to manacora.com slash Midas, you could get $25 off their starter kit, which comes with the MGO 850 plus Manuka honey, a free travel pack honey sticks, a free wooden spoon, and also a free guidebook. And this is just the perfect gift for a loved one this holiday season. Now I love the jar and I love the squeeze bottle, but the extra pack of compostable honey sticks is perfect for whenever you're on the go. You can bring them with you wherever you're traveling and it makes for the perfect snack while you're running errands. So head to manukora, M-A-N-U-K-O-R-A.com slash Midas to get $25 off your starter kit. This is just the ultimate honey. Indulge and try some honey with superpowers from Manukora. Special counsel Jack Smith pushing back on Judge Eileen Cannon when he filed the motion for reconsideration and said, Judge Eileen Cannon, you claim that the government needed to show a compelling interest um, and a narrowly tailored kind of remedy when it comes to why certain things should be redacted from the public docket. But in fact, when we're dealing with discovery, the standard is not a compelling government interest. It's was there a good cause basis to protect, in this case, the identities of FBI informants and confidential information and um, inculpatory government witness reports, which is referred to as Jenks material and FBI code names and things like that. And also, you would cause manifest injustice, Judge Cannon, if you publicize these things. And we're going to run to the 11th Circuit if you do that. So here, Judge Eileen Cannon's like, all right, all right, send this to me in an email first. Then let's go through what the issues are before filing it on the public docket. And then we could talk about what goes on the public docket then. What that means for all of us is that even though the filing deadline is going to be on Thursday, February 22nd, we're not going to get to see these documents until those disputes are resolved right there. Here's Judge Cannon granting a request by special counsel Jack Smith. What? She's granting a request by Jack Smith. Same thing. Also, she did that on February 20th. Paperless order granting in part special counsel's conditional motion for leave to file a surreply to defendant's reply in support of motion to compel. On or before February 26, 2024, the special counsel may file a surreply to defendant's reply in support of motions to compel discovery. And special counsel Jack Smith explained in this request, this leave to file a surreply. A surreply is like, a reply to a reply. Normally you get motion, opposition, reply, and that's it. But what happened was Donald Trump filed motion, Jack Smith filed opposition, then Donald Trump for the first time raised new issues in the reply about vindictive and selective prosecution and talking about other presidents and Clinton and George W. Bush and Reagan and all of these things. And Jack Smith's like, he didn't mention that in the motion to compel. And by the way, if he did, we would have addressed it in the opposition. He should have addressed it in a new motion. But since it's in the reply, Judge, give us the opportunity to file a surreply. And Judge Eileen Cannon granted that. And then last week, we had the order on February 15th, where Donald Trump's request to adjourn the pretrial dates, the dates to file those 10 motions to dismiss, um, which is due on February 22nd. Trump said, can we adjourn those? You know, delay, delay, delay. And Judge Cannon denied that request. So three orders recently that either went in favor of Jack Smith or against Donald Trump, or you can say both 
um, with respect to those three specific orders. Here's the thing, folks. March 1st, there is a major status conference before Judge Eileen Cannon. She currently has the trial date set for May uh, 20th of 2024. So that trial date is coming up. I mean, it's less than 90 days. Trump's going to file... 250 pages worth of motions, and he's going to raise all of these ridiculous issues like absolute presidential immunity after he left office to what? To steal classified documents. He says he's going to allege vindictive and selective prosecution. He says he's going to make claims about the unlawful raid at Mar-a-Lago, which was not unlawful because a magistrate judge approved the search warrant. He claims there's going to be motions about special counsel Jack Smith getting uh, information regarding attorney-client privilege that was ordered by the Washington, D.C. judge that was overseeing the grand jury. These are all frivolous motions, but nonetheless, I mean, you think Judge Eileen Cannon, who hasn't even set a SEPA Section 5 hearing yet, and we're 90 days out from trial, how is she going to rule on all of these motions by then? But one thought that I have is, you know, look, I mean, if we want to view it charitably, although I would never give Judge Cannon the benefit of the doubt. But remember, on the so-called bogus town hall that seemed more like an in-kind contribution from Fox to Donald Trump, Laura Ingraham uh, you know, asks Trump a question about, well, why didn't you return this classified material? Trump claims he didn't have to. Trump's saying this is an admission of the crime of the willful retention of national defense information statute. Here's Donald Trump saying that. Play the clip. Why didn't you just hand them over when they were requested, though? I mean, they requested them. You could have just handed them over. It probably I was saved yourself a lot of trouble. First of all, I didn't have to hand them over. But second of all, I would have done that. We were talking, and then all of a sudden they raided Mar-a-Lago. Do you remember? They said, could you put an extra lock on the door? We showed them where they were. We showed them. Unlike being under a Corvette in a little garage with the door open all the time, <laughs> we had these things locked. We were surrounded all the time by many Secret Service agents. We had Secret Service all over Mar-a-Lago. You couldn't take anything out. But what happened, and, and when you take a look, Biden didn't have the Presidential Records Act. He's at great jeopardy, really. But they So, I mean, to me, if I'm special counsel Jack Smith, I go, here's what he said. Here's what he just said. Here's what he just said. Exhibit A, B, C, D are all Donald Trump's statements and admitting to the crime. Look, if Judge Eileen Cannon grants any of these motions to dismiss the indictment, and it's well within her, it would not shock me for her to make horrific decisions. That's kind of what she's known for. Then special counsel Jack Smith appeals to the 11th Circuit. Judge Cannon will, will get reversed if she makes that. I mean, it'd be such egregious error, but it's hard for me to imagine you have this May 20th, 2024 trial date. But, you know, her her docket's such a mess from all of her conduct from before. Now you're going to put on top of that 10, 25-page briefs. Special counsel Jack Smith could file 10 oppositions, 10 replies, thousands of pages of, of discovery that's going to be attached, the issues of redactions. I mean, Judge Cadden has created a mess on her dock, a total mess on her docket, regardless of these rulings. I'm Ben Micellis. Thanks for watching the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. Let's get to 3 million subscribers. Let's keep growing this together, shall we? Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.